So these are the facts. Learn to quiet down so you can listen to what your body is asking for. Get a good grounding practice that feels good for you. Remember that you're responsible for your own health and your own healing, and no one's going to fix you but you. Remember to get treatment close together because that will yield the best results for you. And really get a great self-treatment plan going. If you are unsure of what to do, please reach out. Today, I want to talk about sometimes what some of my clients say. And I have heard that sometimes you just want the facts. I've heard that people love to hear about like all the mindset stuff when it comes to healing and and the body, but sometimes they just need someone to tell them what to do. They want someone to tell them exactly what to do and how to do it. Does this sound familiar to you? Does this sound like you? Because sometimes this sounds like me too. Sometimes it seems overwhelming to make decisions when there's a lot of decisions to make in in your daily life. And then if you're dealing with anything chronic or anything pain-relating, it can be exhausting. So sometimes it's easy or we think it's easy if we just go somewhere and show up and have have someone tell us what to do and how to do it. I can totally relate to this. Sometimes my clients want to show up and they just want to be quote unquote fixed. And I get it. I searched for a long time for a modality that was going to quote unquote fix me. But unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. Myofascial release treatment requires active participation and there is no protocol to heal the body. And that can be really unnerving because we expect that someone is going to fix us. No one's going to fix us. But here are the facts. These are things that I say to most of my patients because I've experienced it myself. And if you want the facts and you want to heal your body, you have to learn how to quiet down so you can listen to what your body is asking for. And that starts with grounding practices, some meditation, some diaphragmatic breath work, visualizations, whatever you use to ground into your body. My favorite one I learned from one of my mentors, Georgiana. She's the leader of my uh, women's group that I'm in. And before each uh, call we have, we do a body connection practice and it's different each time. But my favorite one is feeling my feet on the ground and feeling my butt on the chair. And I'm doing that while I'm breathing. I'm just taking a couple of breaths and I'm noticing where my feet are on the ground and where my butt is on the chair. 
And this one seems to be the one I can remember the most. So that's probably why I do it. But there's different body practices that you can learn to ground into your body. So I would really suggest finding a body practice that grounds you and makes you feel connected to yourself and to the earth and to your surroundings. So you can really start to listen to what your body is asking for. The other part of it is we are responsible for our own health and healing. And no one will fix you but you. And that sounds kind of harsh, I guess, but it's true. There's nothing out there that is going to fix you because we are in control of our own our own body and our health and our healing. And getting treatment close together will yield the best results. The John Barnes Myofascial Release Treatment Centers in Sedona, Arizona and Malvern, Pennsylvania offer intensive programs, which are at least one week long. And you do 15 to 17 hours of myofascial release. You receive it for the week. And they offer these programs to patients and therapists because they know the power of a lot of treatment that's really close together. I've done this intensive before and it was very intense, but I lifted so much off of my body. I let go of so much stuff that I was holding onto and it wasn't great going through it, but the results or what I paid for. So getting a lot of treatment close together is going to yield the best results to achieve the goals that you want. The other really big thing is self-treatment. I talk about this all the time, but this goes back to no one is going to fix you, but you. You have to do the self-treatments if you really want to see lasting changes. Because if you think about it, You're receiving an hour of body work, maybe once a week if you're lucky, maybe multiple times a week. Um, But for some, it's spaced out further depending on availability. So it may be two, three, four weeks between appointments. And that's really only an hour in a 24-hour period. And then you multiply that by, you know, several weeks. That hour isn't really going very far. So what you do on your own is really going to give you the best results. That's why self-treatment is so important. Because the hour on the table is wonderful, but it's not enough, especially if we're working with chronic problems, chronic pain, things you've dealt with for 10, 15, 20 years. We've got to do the self-treatment. And the self-treatment doesn't have to be an hour long each day. It can be five minutes here and five minutes there. You can build up. You can do five minutes in the morning, maybe 10 minutes at night, five minutes in the middle of the day. 
sometimes it's just nice to have a pause and an intention for the next thing you're going to do. That really brings a lot of self-awareness into the body. But really committing to your own self-treatment is really crucial. So I challenge you to set up a five-minute self-treatment plan every day. Set a timer. Everyone has a timer on their phone. To set a five-minute timer, do your self-treatment, and then really honor that when the five minutes is up, stop. And if you have some extra time throughout the week and you can do longer, that's great. But at least you've gotten five minutes in. The other part is setting goals with a very clear vision. What are your goals? What are your goals for treatment? What are your goals for your body? What are your goals that you would like to obtain to do after treatment is done? So an example would be visualizing doing an activity or that goal. And then reframing that goal in a positive outlook. So for example, rather than saying, I want to move without pain, we would rephrase that in a more positive way of, I want to walk for 10 minutes comfortably. And I know these things sound simple and you might even brush it off as, oh, I don't need to do that. I know what I'm doing. I, I don't need that kind of goal. But it really does help your body heal when you have a clear goal of what you're trying to accomplish. It's also really easy to say, nothing's working. I don't feel any different. Because when we say that, nothing does feel different. But when we're able to look at what does feel different, we start seeing that more and more. It becomes more obvious. So if you look for the negative, you will always find more negative. But if you look for the positive, you will start seeing more of that positive. So my suggestion is to start noticing what is working for you. What's working? Are you sleeping better? Are you getting an hour more sleep? Maybe you're getting a full night's rest. Maybe you're not there yet, but maybe you only have pain for a few hours during the day rather than all day. Maybe your pain isn't as intense. Maybe it was a sharp, shooting, stabbing pain. And now it's more of a achy pain. Like you still notice it, but it's getting better. And notice that that goal that you're setting for yourself, whatever that is, if you're looking to walk for 10 minutes comfortably, start noticing how long you're walking comfortably. You might be surprised that it's actually getting better. 
and you're only focusing on the things that you still can't do rather than the things that you still can do. So these are the facts. Learn to quiet down so you can listen to what your body is asking for. Get a good grounding practice that feels good for you. Remember that you're responsible for your own health and your own healing, and no one's going to fix you but you. Remember to get treatment close together because that will yield the best results for you. And really get a great self-treatment plan going. If you're unsure what to do, please reach out to me and I will give you a good self-treatment plan that I think will help you to reach your goals. And really remember to set a clear vision for yourself. Visualize what you're doing. What does that version of yourself look like? What does that version of yourself act like? How does that version of yourself present themselves to the world? What are you thinking about? When you're able to walk comfortably for 10 minutes, how does that person show up? Do you show up differently for your friends and your family? Are you in a better mood? Are you more optimistic? Visualize that person. And that really helps to create a better goal. And that really gives us a good, positive outlook and something to work towards. So I hope this episode resonates with you. If there is something that you would love to hear me talk about, please let me know. I love hearing your feedback and I love hearing what you find interesting. So if there's anything that you want to hear me talk about, please let me know. Otherwise, we will see you on another episode. Thanks for listening to Return to Ease. Before you go, show some love for this podcast by leaving a review. I'd love to hear from you and stay tuned for the next episode.